Health Talk with Julia, where I discuss how our life affects our mindset and how our body, mind and spirit are connected. I'm here to tell you that there is hope and that you can change your life if you change your mindset. Before we get started, please don't forget to like, subscribe and share so I can reach as many people as possible. Please also follow me on Instagram. My name is Julia Talks Mindset. Now let's get started. Now today I'll be talking about mental health, depression and anxiety, but I won't be talking about it by myself. I actually have a friend with me here today. Her name is Sarah. Let's welcome her to the show. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Julia. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited as well. All right, let's get straight into it. So how about you tell us a little bit about your experience with mental health and depression? Of course. Um, yeah, so my name is Sarah and I'm 34. Um, so back when I was 27 years old, I was um, first diagnosed. I was actually um, admitted to hospital. So I was diagnosed with bipolar, which also had a frame of it with uh, being psychotic or having psychosis as people say um, and yeah my mum kind of noticed a few things different with me being a bit down and not communicating with her and things like that so um, she actually took me back to her house because at the time I was living with my um, boyfriend and yeah she had to call the acute care team out because I just wasn't able to look after myself I wasn't able to um, shower or wash or my hair or brush my teeth or eat or drink or just the basic things you do to take care of yourself and she couldn't help me either my family couldn't yeah so they come and assess me at home and took me to hospital and that's yeah when I first got diagnosed thank you so much for sharing uh, I'm sure it's not easy to speak out so when you were first diagnosed do you know what may have triggered that I think I had no idea at the time that I had depression or anything. So I was, a, yeah, what they call catatonic. And I think what triggered that was definitely um, the relationship I was in at the time. I was just not in a great headspace. It was not um, a positive relationship anymore. I felt kind of stuck in that relationship. And then also work, they're having mental health um, in our family history my mum's mm -hmm. dad having bipolar as well. Wow, okay. So when you were stuck in the relationship, did you ever think of just leaving and just starting again? Um, I think I was actually that depressed. I was just I was just stuck there and I didn't know I was never one like, you know, you've talked previously about being rejected. I yeah, I've always been kind of rejected. I've never broken up with someone or ended a relationship with someone it's always been the other way around i tend to just keep going um or just yeah being i just felt stuck i felt like yeah we owned a house together for like five years and um yeah we had a lot together and i just didn't know how to end it or how to leave um and I just, yeah, I felt like I wasn't strong enough to do it. Mm -hmm. So you're a little bit like me. You just want to make it work and always think yes. positive and try yeah. and think you about think the... this is just an issue happening yeah. now. But it just ended up going for years and years mm -hmm. and years. Yes. <laughs> um, but time just goes by and you just put up with things and you don't speak. I was very suppressed. Um, I suppressed everything, my feelings. 
never really spoke about what I yeah felt or mm-hmm. how I would be treated or like what I didn't like about the relationship or anything like that and I was like that with work as well so everything in my life um, I wouldn't talk to people about it I would just be mm. yeah why did you feel like you were not speaking up um I think I was depressed and I didn't know and I didn't know what it meant to be depressed I didn't really know many people that were had mental health issues I knew nothing about mental health before this happened to me but now I've been educated more so at the time you really didn't know you were depressed you just thought you were sad and unhappy is that correct yeah I think I just yeah thought I exactly what you said thought I was unhappy um in the relationship I was in and um just stuck in it and I didn't know I was depressed at all but your mum she picked up on it she knew you weren't the Sarah that she knew yes mum definitely um (laughs) took action so she um I guess I wasn't answering her calls for a few days and I usually will text her back almost straight away or answer her calls and she just actually just um showed up at my house I was living with with my partner and um he answered and she's like where's Sarah and I was like, oh, she's still in bed, and this was noon, like, this was the middle of the day, and I was still in bed, because um, I guess when you're depressed, you get, you can sleep a lot and get tired for no reason. Um, yeah, so she took me back to their house, my parents' house, and that's when, what I talked about before, they took me um, with the acute care team into hospital. And what happened in hospital? Um, yeah, so I guess... They had to diagnose me, so they had to do lots of tests and questions um, to me, and they put me on medication, so like antidepressants and antipsychotics. Um, and then I guess the second time I was in hospital, I went through and had um, what they call ECT, which is kind of like an electric shock therapy. Um, and if you don't know, like I think you know, like you do see in the, those scary movies about mental patients getting shocked or like they used to use it as a form of torture back in the um war times and stuff but it's not like that anymore the the joker actually comes to my mind the movie (laughs) which one the joker yeah yeah exactly yeah i love that you like that (laughs) (laughs) no um so it's more like yeah clinical so it's more like you're going in for an operation so you get Mm -hmm. a gown you get put to sleep um yeah you're wheeled into a operation room and yeah you don't feel anything so there's no pain. Um, there is a bit of uh, memory loss sometimes. So sometimes when I'm speaking, it takes me a little while to remember exactly what happened to me. And some things are from what my family and friends have told me has happened to me. Um, but yeah, that really helped. Like I actually did a lot of VCT. Um, and it, it's not for everyone. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Like I'm not telling people to do it. But for me in my situation, how bad I was with psychosis and the bipolar and depression it just like restarted my brain it's almost like my mum said instantly like when she came and saw me afterwards it was I think after the second time maybe she was like it's like you're back to normal Sarah it's like you just got woken up again you were there you were back you were responsive you actually smiled because she would visit me in hospital and I'd be like bawling my eyes out crying every day to her um, so for her to see a smile on my face and for something to be working, yeah. but sometimes it takes a long time for things to work and you can get impatient and upset and 
especially your family and friends to watch you go through that they just want things to work so yeah it did really help me and I'm very thankful Mm. that I got to do that thank you so much for sharing that and um did you consent to the therapy or did someone else consent Um, for you mum had to come in with me so I did need a yeah I guess like a parent or someone close to me to consent so we actually had to go um into like a board meeting with members like uh like psychiatrists and like you know people that are um you know professionals in this and um they would put forward my case of what I've been through what's my diagnosis what they have done over the years like the medication I've had and everything um and this is like the last resort right so um yeah and I think I did have to consent but because I wasn't of like sound mind if you Mm -hmm. want to put it like that I also had my mum had to say yes I want this to happen I want Sarah to get ACT wow so she that was put on her as well which was hard for her to of course it would have been and I don't know anyone else Mm. that has had it that I know um only people I've talked to other patients in the hospital how did your family and friends react and how did your family feel that you went through that and being diagnosed with uh, mental health issues actually going into hospital and not just once but actually twice like you mentioned yeah it was super tough on my yes. family and friends like even to this day we still talk about it and I'm thankful that we actually talk about it now we can go back um like I'm doing now and talking about it but yeah it was a shock because like I was saying before I didn't know I was depressed mm. my family and friends didn't know I was depressed didn't know I had any mental health issues, wow. nothing. It was a very big shock, especially to be catatonic and have bipolar and also be psychotic. And there's a lot of like labels I'm talking yes, in there. Yes. Um, so yeah, and they knew nothing really either. So it was a shock. It was hard. They were very upset. And this went on for quite a long time. And I was very lucky. Like my parents would come and visit me almost every day and they'd take me home for dinner and then bring me back to hospital every day or they'd pick me up over the weekend like when you're well you're allowed to go out yes. so I could go for weekend visits to go home and um, be with my family wow yeah. I, I just think it's so fascinating that you have no idea that you were depressed no idea and not even seeing a psychologist first you went straight no. into hospital to get that diagnosis when you thought you were just unhappy mine was i think what happened to me was very severe like yes it doesn't always happen like this sometimes you can just be depressed and or anxious and pick it up and yeah you might just see the gp like and go get help um or see a psychologist but i needed way more help than that mm. like i needed did a you lot of help. <laughs> sorry to interrupt did no, you feel right. ashamed um I think I to be honest I didn't know what was happening to me mm. I was so like I was literally out of it like my friend I remember her telling me she came to see me before the cute cam came oh yeah and um I just wasn't there I wasn't Sarah um I wasn't I couldn't communicate I couldn't really even recognize her boyfriend at the time um she's like do you know who he is and I'm like, like I couldn't respond like wow it's it's very hard to explain <laughs> wow that's yeah thank you crazy yeah um so obviously it would have been tough on your relationship as well and yes. you were saying it was in an unhealthy relationship 
Did you continue the relationship? For both of us too. For both of you, yeah. yeah. And not just me. It, it would have probably would have been hard for your partner as well <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Um, but did you continue the relationship after all of that? Or? So, yeah, I think after I got out of hospital, um, I think roughly it was about a month and he um, sat me down and broke up with me and that was pretty devastating. We'd been dating for, yeah, about eight and a half years. Yeah. We owned a house together for five years. And I was living in that house with him at the time. I got sick both times. And, um, yeah, I was devastated. But, um, yeah, now I realised that I'm actually really grateful that he did step up and break up with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was de- it was heartbreaking. Um, I feel like it gave me the motivation to help myself because I was just going to stay in that unhappy relationship. I wasn't happy. Yeah. And I didn't admit that to anyone. I would cover how I felt about it, like just pretend everything was fine when it wasn't. So you were stuck? Definitely. Yeah, I felt stuck. I um, had never broken up with someone and I did think about it, like, but yeah, I just felt like we had so much, like a house together and then like time and being mm. together for so long. Um yeah totally stuck and didn't know what to do so and so after all that going through that depression going to hospital and then having an eight and a half year relationship and how are you doing today you know talking about all of this and actually having come out on the other side being so much stronger and so strong that you are today because i know you and to me i feel like you are strong and you're a positive person and I know just being positive doesn't always mean that you are happy. Yeah. But are you still feeling, feeling depressed now? Um, I do get um, occasions where I get depressed, yeah. Like um, this week, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I was very flat. And as soon as I went out, I knew I was going a hike on the Thursday and doing a big hike. That was a challenge for me. I Yeah, I even posted it on my social media. Like I felt a million dollars waking up that day because I... This is something I wanted to do and I knew I was fit enough now to do it and I did it and I achieved it and I was so happy and that just boosted my mood for the rest of the week and the weekend. That's amazing. So it's really getting out there, exercising and I guess you have the tools now to deal with that anxiety and depression when it comes around? Definitely. Yeah, so I guess last year I really um, (laughs) kicked my own butt and like I started doing CrossFit. Um, One of my close friends got me into it. I did it for about eight months and I really saw a nutritionist and I started eating a little bit better. Um, and yeah, I go to the gym and I love going hiking and I started doing like painting and just um, things that I am taking time for me now. Yeah. I'm looking after my um, myself and yeah, making me time. Or like I'd have like a hot bath and... Um, use like really nice bath bombs that I love or like um, yeah like meditate or read a book like I never used to read now Mm. I'm starting to read and yeah just do things for me that make me happy and not always just focus on everyone else in my life so yeah that's so great I'm really happy for you you. so it's really about focusing on yourself Mm. and just making these small changes that end up being a huge result but yeah definitely yeah and now just um regularly um seeing my psychiatrist and taking my medication and 
talking with close friends and family and now you guys <laughs> about what's happened and having been open about it and yeah I do feel less judged and less um pressure to be a certain way and um yes yeah well thank you so much for being here um just to wrap it up what do you want to tell people out there who think that they might feel depressed um yeah it's hard i'm not gonna lie um but try and seek help try and um yeah tell a friend or a family member or go to see a gp um and the feeling you're having can just be temporary right now um but try and improve and boost your mood and do things that are gonna lift you up and be around positive people um people that um, have the similar mindset to you and interests to you and where you want your direction of your life to go and mm -hmm. yeah focus on what you is going to make you happy and yeah. what you want yeah so. i was actually going to ask you about that <clears throat> mindset so have you completely changed your mindset and just trying to think more positive i think so yes i think now looking back on when i was like from when i was a teenager at school all the way through to um yeah through that that relationship um, my, like I was a nice person and like stuff, but my mindset wasn't as positive as it is now. And don't get me wrong, I still have really down days and I'm gonna have up days. Like, but um, yeah, definitely more. You just gotta retrain your mind and um, focus on those positive things in mm. life. And well, hopefully, you have people around yeah. you that can help you. There you have it. So make sure you flip that script, guys. Think positive thoughts and you can get better. You can make that happy, good change. Sarah is proof right here. I'm proof right here. I'm doing lots of meditation and exercise almost daily. And it's really helped me just get more into that positive mindset. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so grateful for every single one of you. And stay tuned for the next episode. If you liked it, please make sure you share, like and subscribe. Thank you so much. And I talk to you soon. Stay blessed. Thank you so much for listening. Appreciate every single one of you. If you like this episode, please like and share. And let me know what you would like to talk about next. Please remember, you are loved. You matter. And you can make a change. Remember, there is hope out there. And you can change your life if you change your mindset. Thank you so much for listening once again. Stay blessed. I talk to you soon.